you're going to get killed in ads. You're not going to make any return on your advertising dollar because you have no brand. Nobody knows who you are to buy the thing from exactly. you. Exactly. I spent time, energy, effort, and money on building a brand that then, when that brand has products and services available, people buy them because they know, trust, and like the brand. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, go build a brand. Then go run some ads. Mm-hmm. Or put some money aside to run some ads Building the brand. to build your brand mm-hmm. that you're expecting to not make a dollar off of mm-hmm. and then later on sell to those people that are now aware to your brand. Mm-hmm. Amateurs make money on the front end, experts make money on the back end. Yo, what up? Right now I'm out ATVing in the rainforest with a group of high-level entrepreneurs. I'm a seven-figure entrepreneur. My mentor, Nehemiah Davis, eight-figure entrepreneur. Listen to me, y'all. And I don't even want to put him in a box. I know you teach 99 ways how to get into real estate, how to use OPM, but this man is going to teach y'all just entrepreneurship, period. How to get in the game, stay in the game, and get that six and seven figures, man. This man constantly investing in himself, putting himself in rooms. This is why he's on that next level. This is why he's been making this uh, type of impact for so many years. But now that man coming out and helping y'all do it. So I'm, when Blake said, yo, I'm about to go crazy, I said, I, I'm looking at it. So listen, if y'all interested, getting your money right, right? Getting your time back and be able to scale and grow your businesses, ask the CEO, Blake, don't, I'm telling y'all, don't even look, don't look nowhere else. When you told me the 99 ways though, peep this, I never heard nobody say 99 ways. Right. I heard about one. You heard a couple. Two, three, four, five max. 99? 99. <laughs> yeah, okay. Y'all Crazy, y'all. y'all. But hey. I really don't, 99 ways? It's impossible to fail. Most important thing y'all can do, get in the room. Welcome to another episode of It's Credit at the Top. I'm your host, Ascent CEO. Got the voice of God with me. Hey, peace and blessings, beautiful people. Uh, Man, I was gonna I was gonna talk with you about this uh off camera, but I was like, shoot, it, it'll be a, a teachable moment for people. So I was like, we just have a we'll just have a uh team huddle. Yeah. Now. So what me want what me making the main focus YouTube Bro, I need, I need thumbnails like now, but instead of later, instead of February. So, so starting, so starting now, thumbnails. So I'm a, uh, I don't know how we gonna do it, but at least if we can't do it in house, I got some, I got somebody. Mm. I showed you the dude's page before, but mm-hmm. you can just reach out to him. Mm-hmm. Or I, I forward you the page. It's doing on Fiverr. Yeah, yeah, I need some So I just forward you that, and that could even just be something that we do, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. just contacting him for the for the thumbnails and stuff. Because mm-hmm. there ain't no way to get a hold of him outside of Fiverr. Yeah, and hit and. For people to know, this this is how I normally do things on Fiverr. I get a lot of stuff done on Fiverr. If y'all know what Fiverr is, it's a website for freelancers. You can 
find people to do whatever. Mm. People on Fiverr write my ebooks. Well, I write my ebooks, but they'll make the ebooks. They'll make the covers for me. I do my own audio books, but if you wanted to have somebody do an audio book for you, you could pay somebody on Fiverr to do the audio book. Mm-hmm. Pay somebody to do uh, video editing. Anything that you can think of, somebody else knows how to do it. And that's all that they do. And they offer their services on Fiverr. Mm-hmm. So if it's anything that you need that can be done on a computer that they don't need to be there in person, you can outsource and find somebody on Fiverr. Mm-hmm. So how I like to do, because Fiverr, it's a middleman. So Fiverr takes some some cut of that money that you're paying to the freelancer. If you can find a way to contact the freelancer on Fiverr outside of Fiverr, they would actually prefer that because they make more money. They don't have to pay Fiverr. Mm-hmm. And then you could also possibly get it at a cheaper price, too, because they're taking out that fee that they have to right. pay to Fiverr. Right. But you can't contact these people through Fiverr to be like, yo, can I, can I pay you outside of Fiverr? Fiverr's going to shut you. Right. They're going to shut you down. Taking money out their pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what you do is... The person on Fiverr, they're going to have a username on Fiverr. I'll Google that username and just see if I can find it anywhere else in the cosmos of the internet. Yeah, yeah. There's a good chance I'm going to find it somewhere because they're going to be promoting that username on other platforms Mm -hmm. to generate business. Mm -hmm. So once I see that they posting in this Facebook group, yo, contact me on Fiverr for this. I just message you on Facebook instead of Fiverr. Right, right. I see that they're on Twitter. Um, there's a thread. Somebody saying they need something. They're the they're the 18th tweet on the thread. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I offer this service Fiverr. I just tweet you. Right. Instagram. <laughs> I just hit you. Same like, thing. Yo. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can form that relationship outside of Fiverr, especially only do that if I think that it's going to be stuff that I'm going to continuously need. Right, long term. Yeah, like if it's just a one-off or even an ebook or something like that, I don't really take the time to do that because it ain't like I'm going to be writing the ebooks every single week. Right, right. Every single or bi-weekly or every single month or mm-hmm. something. So I just do that through Fiverr. But this, if I'm talking about a YouTube thumbnail, and my goal is to post seven videos a week every single day. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. That's a revolving relationship. Mm-hmm. So I'm like I made sure I reach out to buddy outside of right and cut that cut that fee. Yes, yeah, the same thing with a. Uh... Upwork and everything else that plays the middleman, they got they got to take their cut. Mm-hmm. And the middleman gets paid the most. Mm-hmm. So if you can, if in y'all's business, if you can figure out a way to cut out the middleman, you're gonna be good. And if you can figure out a way to be the middleman, right? <laughs> you're gonna, <laughs> you're be, gonna good. be good. Yeah. Amazon and I are killing. Killing. Middleman. 
Jo. Amazon, Middleman, Uber, Middleman, mm-hmm. Walmart, DoorDash, Middleman, Walmart, <laughs> Middleman. Mm-hmm. My first business, I had success in wholesaling real estate, Middleman. Mm-hmm. A lot of times the wholesaler makes more than the investor. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that investor, say, that, say a wholesaler makes $10,000. They made that in a few weeks' time. Mm-hmm. Or a month, a few weeks to a month's time, that investor might make thirty thousand, mm-hmm. but that thirty thousand is coming From three, four, project. five months later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And during that time, during that three, four, five months, how many deals does that wholesaler turn? Right, right. Versus that investor. I'm not even gonna call them investors because a house flipper is not an investor. Mm. Like it took me a it took me a while to realize that mm. mm-hmm. you're not a real estate investor if you flip houses. So you would you would justify an investor as somebody who buys and holds. As somebody who invests in real estate. But what's the difference? Though? Flipping a house is an investment. That's just like any other flip. You're doing a street. Are are you investing in that? Are you flipping? I mean, it's just, it's 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 almost like it's kind of like semantics because you are investing in the property, and then if it appreciates through what you've done investing into it, then it is considered a flip. But it's still no different than investing in something, appreciating and selling it, like a business. Nah. Like a business. Like a business. Keyword, you just said like a business. Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad is four quadrants. The final is investor. Right? Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with the four quadrants? Mm -hmm. But but what's the... But I I, I guess my question is, what's the... Because people do that in business... Like, like, like this is fresh on my mind because I just saw it again yesterday. But we, you know, we know and love Kobe, RP to to the GOAT, 24. Um, six million in the body armor investment. It's sold. He got like 200 plus million from that investment. That's a flip, no? Nas does the same thing with Ring. He invested like two million into Ring, sold. Got forty million from it. That's a flip. You see what I'm saying? No, that's a that's a that's a equity position in a company that takes time to develop and sell and exit out of the company. That's not putting some money for a quick flip in a couple months. I think I think where we differ in the idea is you you're looking at it as a quick time thing, so it's not an investment to you. It's a flip. That's why you're a house flipper. It's flips. That's nothing. It's just a. It's just a different. It's just a different vehicle to flip some dough real quick. But it's still a flip. That's why they call it house flipping. I realized that when I got into it, it ain't no different than any other flip. It's just people think that it's a bigger flip. 
No, the person winning is the is the investor. Grant Cardone don't sell houses. He don't flip. He's an investor. So if it's fast, essentially, just so I understand, you're saying anybody winning in real estate don't sell real estate. Yeah, but we're not talking about winning. We're talking name about me one person that. Right. Anybody that anybody that's investing in real estate don't sell it. I'm saying people marketing people that sell products marketing have mm -hmm. have conned people into thinking house flipping is investing. Mm. Mm. Marketing has done this. Just like just like the marketing of America has has the whole United States population thinking that home ownership is an investment. Mm. Right. Somewhere down the line, somebody, somewhere, probably the banks, <laughs> had to get people, had to get people to buy in to something mm. that they were probably selling. You want to be a real estate investor? Here's how you do it. Mm -hmm. You do this, borrow this, borrow that, blah blah blah. No, it's not investing. It's a it's a flip. Just like just like everybody in the hood and everybody on the streets, and everybody in my DMs looking for something that they can flip. Mm -hmm. Nobody thinks long term. Mm. It's like get it now. That's what messed me up early on in my in my entrepreneurial journey. Like just looking to just looking to flip the next thing. Right. Cause how how long how long did you have that that one joint that career that you had got and you thought it was gonna be a quick turnaround? Like six months or something. No, I don't know what you. It's too many to think of. Mm. But even six months, that's a quick turnaround. Mm. And it's not that six months from now, you're going to be like, dang, that was six months ago. Right. Right. Like, quick. Yo, what up? Right now I'm out in Dubai and I'm not here to sell you anything. What I am here to do is to ask you for two months to gain your trust. Look, I built the most supportive community for entrepreneurs where you instantly get access to every single one of my courses. Now, this information has helped scale my business to a seven-figure level. On top of that, you get weekly live Q&A and coaching sessions with myself, plus a network of tons of other entrepreneurs that you can network with, partner with, and profit with. On top of that, additional training from other six, seven, and eight-figure entrepreneurs. So go ahead and click the link and tap into the community. Right now, you can join for completely free. First two months on me. Information's on me. Execution's on you. So click the link, join the community, and I will see you on our coaching call this upcoming week. So the four cash flow quadrants. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. Employee, business owner, self-employed, and investor. Mm-hmm. So if the goal of all of this thing is the last one investor, that's like the goal to get to. You tell me a, a house flippers and them would be that? That's that's the end goal. No, the investors are the people that sit there and make all that they do 
Warren Buffett's an investor. Like, he's made it there. Robert Kiyosaki's made it there. Grant Cardone's made it there. Mm. Most people flipping houses, they self-employed. They not even to the business owner yet. Mm-hmm. Man. Man, I see what you're saying. I, I see how, I see how you're looking at it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Employee, you have a job. Then the next rank, self-employed, you own a job. Then the next rank, business owner, you own a system and people work for you. Investor, money works for you. Most people never get past the self-employed. You own a job. They think that they're running a business, but they they only own a job. Mm-hmm. They do everything. Yeah. Hence, house flippers, 95% of them self-employed. Mm. They own a job. Mm-hmm. They think they have employees. They don't. They got independent contractors. Right. Right. The the GC, the general contractor, may own a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But think I, of how much time. A lot of. I ain't saying all house flippers, but a lot of house flippers think of uh, how busy they are. Mm. They running back and forth to the property all the time. Then sometimes you'll see people on Instagram or something sharing they stuff like it looks cool, and I'd be like, "That ain't it, homie." You <laughs> see them with the hammer in the house, and right? Going they dirty and painting, and mm. yeah, mm-hmm. like doing all that to make twenty five grand. Were you ever interested in like, like, because like the the first step, I was like, of course, once you get it, but like. Like knocking stuff down, breaking the wall. You ever? <laughs> I ain't touched one. Demolition. That's the one. word I was looking for. Demolition. I've never done nothing. The houses I have flipped, I've never done nothing. Mm-hmm. Like literally nothing. But open and close the door when I'm walking in and out. <laughs> uh, and you think you're done with it? Or, nah, bro. or is it just chilling for now? Yeah. Well, you done for good. Don't make no sense. Mm. I never liked, I never wanted to flip houses. Mm. I got into wholesaling because I thought that would get me the money to own the houses. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like that was the first step. But I thought, I thought at the time the step was wholesaling, flipping, owning. Mm -hmm. Then once I, I got into it and then I started flipping, I was like, oh, I hate this. I hate this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. Some people some people enjoy it. It don't make sense to me. The business model don't make sense to me. Mm. So I'm like, I do, I do all this to make this much money. And then it's, it's too many people involved that can cause this much money to turn into that much money. Mm-hmm. Like a smaller amount of money. Because mm-hmm. it ain't on me. It's like, you put this work into the house and the appraiser, you might have a house value that 300000 and an appraiser come through and say, your house worth two seventy five. Right. You know, what? Ain't nothing right. you can do about that. Which happens a lot. 
and then and then you have no way to speak to the appraiser because of what happened back in 08. Mm-hmm. Now appraisers, nobody has kind, nobody in the transaction knows who the appraiser is or has any ability to contact the appraiser. Mm-hmm. Because back in 08, that's when the uh, the last big, big, big recession, mm-hmm. I think it was 08. Yeah, it was 08. That's, that's what happened. Like, appraisers was just making up appraisals out of thin air. Mm-hmm. Because, say, if I'm flipping the house, I can have my appraiser appraise it. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro, I need this to be worth 300 Put this in your pocket. Mm-hmm. All right, but... <laughs> Easy call, yeah. Then they just making up numbers out the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then Stuff ain't worth what it's worth. Right, right. And people end up being upside down on mortgages because they got a mortgage for, <laughs> for more than what the house is worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it was crazy time. A lot of people, a lot of people secretly hoping for that this year but that ain't gonna happen yeah but I just be like flipping and nothing <coughs> nothing's wrong with flipping but I'm just saying like it's just these these terms that people have used in marketing mm-hmm. got people believing certain things are facts right like breakfast when they're not <laughs> yeah breakfast it's to break your fast. Right. I don't mean it's first. Most important meal of the day, breakfast. They got some truth to it. It's to break the first meal of breaking your fast. It ain't. You can have breakfast 5 o'clock p.m. Right. It ain't a 8 o'clock eggs, grits, bacon, <laughs> biscuits, Man, and sausage. American breakfast is the most. American breakfast is the most terrible thing you can do Bruh, to your body. Cheese everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But even that, the um, I grew up as a kid in the 90s. They taught us the food pyramid. Mm-hmm. The food pyramid was um, the corporations needed to make more money, so they started to push the food pyramid on the educational system. Mm. Because think, what's at the top? Like, think, bring up the food pyramid, bro. Scream, man. Because the food pyramid, the food pyramid is not, uh, the food pyramid is not healthy for you. Food pyramid. I'm looking at this one. This one looks like it's like, well, my resume. But look at the base, the foundation. Look at what's most important for you. Make sure we looking at at least a similar type of joint. Not all the food premiums gonna be the same. Base gonna be a bunch of bread and cereal mm-hmm. and stuff. Bread, cereal, rice, and pasta at the bottom. Then you got your veggies and your fruits, and then meat, poultry. But I'm just but I'm just saying the the foundation. Is a bunch of carbs, right? Mm-hmm. Cereal. Hmm. Think what? Think what? What was so popping for you to eat as a kid in the nineties, Bruh, I used to go, bro. 
probably a box a day, though. <laughs> like just sitting and eating cereal, bro. They was promoting it like because they needed to make the industry needed to make the money. Mm-hmm. We need the kids to get the cereal. Mm-hmm. Back then too, it ain't like it is now. Back then too, the nineties, kids, we was watching TV. Even think of the the television program it's called programming for a reason because right. it's programming the people this ain't even woke man woke man this is just <laughs> they they put it it's hiding in plain sight that's yeah. what it's called television right. programming all the commercials back then the cereal commercials are for the kids because they know the kids is going to ask the parent for the cereal mm-hmm. then you go to school you know they eat your cereal this is Foundation, breakfast, mm-hmm. cereal. Mm-hmm. It's a money play. Then also, as a kid in the 90s, let's see if you remember this. I grew up a kid in the 90s. I later come to find out just through my... Uh, you know, I just do all this research on businesses and stuff because that's what I'm into. Mm-hmm. The milk industry was struggling. They weren't selling as much milk. Mm-hmm. So they started the they started to push more cereal to the kids. And then you remember this commercial? Got milk. Got milk, yeah. Yep. Then they started to put the got milk. People had the t-shirts with it. It was a black t-shirt, mm-hmm. all lowercase. Got milk, question mark. Mm-hmm. Got the commercials with the milk mustaches, all this stuff, because the they weren't selling enough milk. So they tell you it's healthy for you, it's healthy for you, it's good breakfast with your cereal. If we push the cereal, we're going to get more milk because one goes with the other. Right. Like, it's it's all it's all for profit. Mm-hmm. But, it, but they, like I said again, mar- the marketing of these things mm-hmm. make people believe yep. Yep. whatever. Just like how we started it off. He's like, well, you're a house flipper. You're a real estate investor. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. You're a house flipper. Same as television programming, the it, the words right there, house flipper. Right. Somebody somebody took it and said, "No, you're not a house flipper. You're <laughs> you're a house investor." Yeah. Yeah. So you feel better about what it is, or not even feeling better about what it is, so you can. It just sound it just sounds better in conversation. To yeah, say. for sure, for sure. It's sexy. I used to walk around saying I'm. I used to walk around. I'm a real estate investor. Mm-hmm. And I realized this was this was years ago, bro. I was like, I ain't no, I ain't no real estate investor. <laughs> like all these people, I'm selling these houses to is the is the investors, mm-hmm. and some of them ain't even investors. Some of them flippers. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but somebody somewhere fooled me into thinking I'm a real estate investor. <laughs> you had that joint in your in your uh in your bio too, huh? At one point. On IG. Yeah. Yeah. That was when I believed it. Yeah. And then I remember years ago, I remember I remember um I remember flipping some houses and still believing it. And I remember making a post talking about people like Y'all ain't no real estate investors. Y'all wholesalers. This is the investor. I own this right here. It was something I was flipping. Mm-hmm. Then later on, I realized, I was like, dang, somebody fooled me. I'm still wanting no real estate investor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I own this CF fireplace. If somebody scrolls back maybe four years, three years or something, it's still there somewhere. See this fireplace, I own that. See them steps, I own that. I'm an investor. Mm. It's like when I was first getting into flipping houses. Shortly after that, like shortly after that, I was like, I drank the Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't no real estate investor. I just flipped that joint. Mm-hmm. It's like, ain't no different. It's just a flip. just took a little longer than 30 days. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, that's the same. That's why people, that's why a lot of people aren't able to build businesses. Because they just thinking of a flip. Well, I, I got a t-shirt brand. No, you don't. You just think another way to flip something because as soon as that don't work, you're going to go start. Do something else. Yeah, dang. The people, the crypto flippers, mm-hmm. they wasn't they putting in no effort to, to learn the principles of the game and learn to learn what they were actually doing. They just went and bought, started talking about it. They, they flipping it. Then from that, then they turn into this, they flipping this, and then they hear about somebody talking about Turo or something. Now they start mm-hmm. thinking they can go flip some Turo stuff. Then they hear people talk about Airbnb, then they go do some Airbnb. One particular person I got in mind, they don't went from crypto to Turo, Airbnb, Amazon, like within a three-year span. Mm-hmm. Flipper. <laughs> yeah, just thinking of flip, but they just thinking of flipping. They not thinking yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. But they say they're a business owner. I'm like, but just even even the people people's marketing trick a bunch of people into thinking they're business owners. Just because you got an LLC, you're not a business owner, right? LLC is a piece of paper. Depending on the state, you're gonna spend a hundred to three hundred dollars. To get the piece of paper, mm-hmm. all that and all that is is just the state making you register, so they can say, "Okay, you do business here. Give us, give us the money." Right. That part. But somewhere down the line, back in somebody probably had something to sell, and their marketing had people thinking that they're business owners. Mm-hmm. I just thought about uh, the marketing that went behind diamonds. Diamonds are a girl's mm. best friend, and uh, diamonds are so rare. Dim- diamonds are probably one of the most plentiful stones in the world. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, yes. Like I think that started with uh, was it the the Beers family? Yeah, did they start that? Yeah, yep. See, I be knowing, I be knowing. And then, like, even like right now, I think it's like, don't quote me on the percentage, but it's like seventy to eighty percent of all the diamonds are owned to this day by the family, and they keep them in like UK or something crazy. Yep. But it's like diamonds. It be, it be the marketing. Yeah, yeah. Work, work. It be me. the marketing. And it's crazy how this stuff comes full circle all the t- every episode. <laughs> I'll be telling people I'll be having this stuff playing because I started off saying I need the thumbnail for the YouTube, mm-hmm. like starting now, then later, right? Mm-hmm. Because 
YouTube, I don't care how valuable my content is. The content, what I'm realizing with YouTube, the content of your videos comes second. Mm. It don't nobody click it. It don't matter what's in the video. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm like, I need thumbnail like now. Like mm -hmm. the most important thing on YouTube is the thumbnail. Fear stands for forget everything and run or face everything and rise. The problem is, is that you're letting your fear stop you from living life on your terms. Click the link and start making an income on your own terms, which then starts to let you start living life on your own terms. I'll see you on the other side. And my click through rates are trash. Mm. So, and I know this is why. It's just the this of me sitting in front of a window. Like, yeah, who's yeah. going? Yeah. Somebody don't know me. Like, why would they, why would you click that? Mm -hmm. But the um, but that goes into that goes into branding because mm -hmm. we've been talking about marketing, and I'm like, but this thumbnail that I'm talking about that I need, that's branding. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people, they think branding and marketing are, are the are the same thing. Like if you ask somebody something, they'd be like, uh, somebody have a, somebody would be starting a t-shirt company or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they think that they're marketing the t-shirt and building a brand. But if I ask them what the difference is, they would they would have no clue. Right. Like if I ask you right now, maybe you might know, but if I ask you what's the difference in, what's the difference between branding and marketing? I would say to my, What would you say? I would say marketing is more so about bringing awareness to what you have to offer whether it's your product, service, or whatever you have to offer to the public. And branding is uh like what you are presenting your you know company to be so for example it's like this is what you are establishing as uh kind of like I'm, I'm not gonna say mission but it's like um what's the word i'm looking for it's it's your staple it's your look it's your aesthetic it's what precedes you if if I could kind of like, you know what I'm saying? I'm kind of, might even sound like I'm rambling right now, but for me, that's the. I get what you're saying, but even, but even that, you see how like it, like it takes like, it, it's still not a like direct thought. Right. Like most people, I ain't just knocking you, no, no, saying no, no, you, yeah. I'm just saying yeah. this is just most people, period. Like you explain it. And even though I, I understand what you're saying, it's like a. It wasn't concise. It wasn't clear and concise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Most people they'll say marketing, branding, like people use these words all the time, and they don't know what they are, mm -hmm. or they think, or they think that they're the same thing. So, like when I was saying somebody's marketing had these people believe in this, that, or whatever the third. In short, marketing you make money from branding, you don't get no return. Mm -hmm. But you need the branding for your marketing to work. Most people's marketing don't get no return because they didn't do no branding. Mm -hmm. So, 
So that's how I would say it, just real short. Now, if I go into a little detail and explain that, marketing, like, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use an example of somebody that of somebody that we both know. When I start to explain it, you'll probably get know who I'm talking about. Or even if you don't, it'll still be a good example. Mm. This individual they had a they had a t-shirt brand. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what they had. I don't know what they had. They basically had a logo. Mm-hmm. And then they put this, they put this logo on all these different types of clothes. And then they would just tell everybody to, uh, I'd be, and I would be like, yo, what are you doing? He'd be like, yo, I'm building a brand. And everything he would do would just be to buy this shirt, buy this different color shirt, buy this hat, mm-hmm. buy this, buy that. I'm like, no, you're you're advertising. Mm-hmm. Advertising is not building a brand. You're looking to make money off of it. That's why most people's ads don't work. I sit there and I I preach. I'm an advocate of paid advertising through Facebook ads, TikTok ads, Google ads, YouTube ad. Mm-hmm. You know, I pay for ads. Mm-hmm. Well, my homeboys, he hit me up talking about ads and stuff, and I'm sitting there and I'm telling them, bro, you don't need to you don't need to run no ads because you ain't built no brand. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna get slaughtered. You're gonna lose. You're gonna lose your money. Bro, I hear what you're saying, but your ad, you be you be making a killing with your ads. So uh, bro, just just teach me how you got a course or something, something, or can you refer somebody? I'm like, bro, I just told you, I just told you for 90 straight minutes. We had an hour and a half conversation on why he don't need to be running ads. It's still like he still don't understand it because he's like marketing and branding. He's like, bro, that's what I'm saying. I built the brand with the I built the brand. That's the that's what you're doing with the ads. I'm like, nah. Ads. Ads. Mm. Advertising. It's in. I'm like, why do people not listen to the words? Right. Like all the words be right there, but people just put different stuff into mm. the words. Mm. So one of my favorite apps, one of my favorite apps is the um and, and girls hate when I use this app too, bro. <laughs> uh, I got an idea what that app is. The dictionary app. Mm-hmm. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> My favorite words is the dictionary app. I said, no, nah, but you said, I'm, and I'll be like, tell me, tell me what I said. Mm-hmm. Since you know, tell me what I said. Then they tell me exactly what I said. So why are you making up new words for what I what you just right. told me that I agree with you that I said? Right. It don't mean that. It means what I said. Right. Exactly. And I break out the and I break out the dictionary app. I'm like, so why are you making up new definitions for these right. words? These words exist and these words have definitions. Right. And you just you just making something <laughs> up. I didn't say that. Uh, like we're in agreement. But you said this. You're right. I, I, you're hundred percent right. I did say that. What does that mean? So you mean blah blah blah? No, I. No, I, I meant this. what I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said it was I blue. What I said. I said it was blue. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, bro. <laughs> bro, advertising. Advertise. Advertise to announce or praise a product, service, etc. in some public medium of communication in order to induce people to buy or use it. Advertise. I run ads to get people to buy something. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with branding. Right. Here's the thing. Buy it. Mm-hmm. That's not building the brand. Mm-hmm. That's advertising a product or a service. So I was telling him, I'm like, bro, you're not going to... Your ads, you're going to get killed in ads. You're not going to make any return on your advertising dollar. Because you have no brand. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows who you are to buy the thing exactly. from you. Exactly. I spent time, energy, effort, and money on building a brand that then, when that brand has products and services available, people buy them because they know, trust, and like the brand. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, go build a brand. Then go run some ads. Mm-hmm. Or... Put some money aside to run some ads Building the brand. to build your brand mm-hmm. that you're expecting to not make a dollar off of mm-hmm. and then later on sell to those people that are now aware to your brand. Mm-hmm. Amateurs make money on the front end, experts make money on the back end. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if you want to run some ads, do it. Build brand awareness. Then get those same people later mm-hmm. to buy in retarget them later to get them to buy into the product. And then, and then you advertise. And then for those who don't know, Facebook helps you out with that. There's an option that you can click <laughs> for your campaign that says brand awareness. <laughs> and it yeah, doesn't involve, it's it doesn't right have, there. It doesn't have any conversions on there. <laughs> like, you know, no sales on there. It's literally brand awareness. <laughs> and that's... Brand, dictionary says, the first, and you know they all have multiple, like yeah, different sure. definitions, mm-hmm. but, but I'm just going off the first one right now. The kind, grade, or make of a product or service is indicated by a stamp, trademark, or the like. Mm-hmm. Example, the best brand of coffee. This doesn't say anything. That doesn't say anything about making money or selling anything. Right. Advertisement clearly said <laughs> to mm-hmm. get somebody to buy. Mm-hmm. This don't say nothing about getting nobody to buy nothing. Yeah. Then the second definition: a mark made by burning or otherwise to indicate oh, kind, yeah. grade, make, ownership, etc. So the root of the word got burned. So you got to you got to burn your awareness into the brains of people before you even think of selling them anything. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but they up here, you know, I'm building a brand. You know, I'm gonna run some ads to sell my ebook, bro. I'm building a brand. No, you not. You try to sell an ebook, right? You're advertising. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you gotta get to the point where. Where it's like everybody, everybody knows you. Second definition, you burnt 
mm-hmm. yourself like a cow or something. They take they take the stain, they burn it, they burn the cow to show the ownership. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying that thumbnail, I'm like, I'm willing to, I'm willing to invest. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to invest more to make a thumbnail because that is going to build brand awareness, which later on I can advertise. Mm. I can remarket to these viewers later through the same platform. Right. Because as the brand awareness builds up the YouTube, then I can do a paid advertising campaign to retarget those people that are now newly aware to the brand mm-hmm. to buy it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I ain't going to build no brand awareness on that platform. I could have the greatest information in the world, but when people scrolling, they just gonna scroll past it. They ain't gonna take the time to click it to even right. hear what I got to say. Right. And that's something that I learned from Nipsey. I tell everybody, I tell everybody, y'all just go listen to some, go listen to some hustle music. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Hustle two S's. Bro, I tell people. RIP, RIP to the great, man. I tell people all the time, I have a degree, I have a college degree in marketing with a professional sales concentration. I learned nothing about marketing in college hmm. or sales or branding. The root, the foundation of that, I learned from Nipsey. Hmm. I think he built the brand of the marathon. Mm-hmm. He put Decade in on it. He advertised the Crenshaw mixtape. People was like, oh, he building a brand with the... No, nah, that's an advertising. He, he made the money off of that. Mm-hmm. But the brand of the marathon through the... Uh, which actually started before the marathon. He got a... Was it on Bullets Ain't Got No Name Volume 3? What came out to? I think it was Bullets Ain't Got No Name Volume 3. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to think if he had some little project between that and the marathon, but I don't think he did. But I could be wrong. I don't think he did. But whatever, he got a song. He says, uh, he says something, 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 and I got styles for day, and when I... When I do have my release, they'll be proud to pay. That's where that whole proud to pay mm-hmm. stuff campaign came from. He said it in a lyric. Like, yeah, when I do drop my when I do drop my first album, my fan base rocking with me so hard that they're they gonna be proud to pay. Mm-hmm. He just took that piece from that bar and turned it into the whole campaign. What we later know to be the the proud to pay when Crenshaw mm-hmm. stuff came out. Mm-hmm. But but through the marathon. Through the marathon continues. Then he had a a, a, a little another little mixtape that was like the, the the TMC victory lap or something. I just remember it was, the cover of it was red with like a star or something like because mm-hmm. the marathon still wasn't coming. So he's like, oh shoot, let's give him <laughs> let's right. give him some so, more stuff with the marathon. Mm-hmm. Then you had the uh, the marathon clothing, but still mm-hmm. the TMC stuff. I'm like, this is all building the brand. Of the marathon. The Grinshaw mixtape, the $100 mixtape at the time, was people was like, what? 
That's marketing. That whole campaign, all that awareness of that, all that money that they probably paid people to appear on platforms with, these all these uh, interviews and stuff wasn't just popping up out the blue, right? To promote this hundred dollar, that's marketing. That's not brand building. The brand building got them to a spot where you sell out of the hundred dollar mistake. A publicist, that's when Karen Sybil started to pop around. She wasn't working for free. That's marketing. She's doing marketing. Mm-hmm. But people be like, yeah, he built the brand with the $100 mistake. No, he didn't. Nah, yeah. Hustle. You build brand awareness, so you got a group of people to market to. Hey, right now, I'm riding horseback in the rainforest with a group of high-level entrepreneurs, all six, seven, and eight-figure earners. The thing is, is that while we're here enjoying our life, we're all generating income right now because we know how to monetize our IP, our intellectual property. The problem is, is that you either have a gift and you don't know how to monetize it, or you don't know what your gift is. I want to help you tap into that gift to where it's you can make income while you're just living your life enjoying the fruits of your labor and making income literally 24 7. go ahead and tap in and join me at the top it's crowded at the top so that's why I'm, that's why like when i tell people to run ads for stuff I'm like yeah you need to be prepared to lose some money on them ads even if you are selling <coughs> even if you, even if you are running an ad campaign to sell something, you need to be all right with losing some money on the front end. Because mm-hmm. you got to get people aware of who you are. Mm-hmm. They just scrolling their phone. They scrolling Instagram. They scrolling TikTok. They watching YouTube. And then somebody just pops up and like, hey, buy my, buy my shit. <laughs> hey, I know you don't know me. you never seen me before. But look, I need you to take your money out of your pocket and put it in my pockets, okay? <laughs> it's like what? Uh, that's why McDonald's even. That's why McDonald's even as the largest fast food chain in the world, they still spend who knows how many millions and 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 millions on ad on on uh commercials, brand partnerships. Everybody knows who McDonald's is, right? But they still have to get that, but they still have to stay in your face with the brand awareness. That's why they'll do something with Travis Scott. Yeah, because I was even gonna say That's why they'll do something when uh Saweetie if somebody popped when Saweetie was popped, they knew she had the pulse of a certain demographic that they wanted to tap into. hmm Bro, I, I legit just thought about like two fast food restaurants that like McDonald's, of course, you just said, but the, like McDonald's is legit on like brand awareness right now. McBen, like, cause they don't really be selling stuff on their commercials. It'll be just like a Kanye West a pop up, you know what I'm saying? Like, like going back to the brand mm-hmm. awareness. But then, and then I thought about Arby's. Arby's, Arby's does both because Arby's, they're always selling something special, but at the same time, they've been on the, we have the meats for, 45 years, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so everybody knows. But that's, but that's the thing, brand awareness. Like, people, that's why we have so many people 
that you can think of in past history and even recent or recent history, they'll pop up, you know about them, and then and then you'd be like, I wonder what happened to, I wonder what happened to blah, blah, blah. It's like, because they quit. Mm-hmm. Like your customer, that's why you have to stay in front of your customer because if you, out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. And that's true. Like if they don't see you, they're going to forget about you. Mm-hmm. That's why McDonald's, no matter what, is going to is gonna do that because it's like, yeah, we do got all this stuff and we do got, no matter what, people gonna go pull up at McDonald's. But if they just stopped everything that they're doing now, at some point, I ain't gonna say it's gonna happen anytime soon because it's like people gotta, people gotta die off and stuff. But at some point, McDonald's would be like, not a thing. Right. I was watching. I was watching a video popped up on my YouTube um, a couple nights ago, and this dude was walking around asking kids. Uh, he was in a basketball gym. He was asking all the kids who Melo is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were saying Lil Melo. That's like ninety like, percent Mello? That's like who's who's Melo? Like uh, Lil Melo Ball. Like when I say when I say NBA player Melo, who you think of Lil Melo Ball? Well, I say Melo, who you think of Lil Melo Ball? Mm. Well, I say Melo, who you think of uh, uh, Lamelo Ball? Then, then uh, some of the older kids they might have been like maybe twelve. Mm-hmm. And like Carmelo Anthony, mm-hmm. oh, Carmelo Anthony, like ninety some percent of the kids Lamelo Ball. Mm-hmm. Why I think of it because the kids they're not seeing Carmelo Anthony. They're seeing Lamelo Ball out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. That's how people's businesses will go. That's why you got to stay stay in the people's faces. Cause they, you can't expect that conversion of a sale. They don't know who you are. Right. But they do get a flash of who you are, but then you stop. That's why I said, no matter what, ups and downs, ebbs and flows of the business, no matter what, I gotta stay in front of people's faces. Mm-hmm. Might not have nothing. Even at times where I don't got nothing to sell, <laughs> I'm still staying in yeah. the. Mm-hmm. So when that time does come, when I do have something to sell, when it does come to do whatever. I already got a, a some a group of people that know who I am, a group of people that's tapped into the brand, the know, like, and trust factor. Right, right. So. But, yeah, man, I thought that was an airplane. That's yes. I that's a good time to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Marketing, branding. Which one's more important? I say the branding, but you got to do both because your because your your marketing is not gonna work unless you do some branding and don't expect to make no money off of none of your branding. Get that back off the advertising.